Welcome to New Week, New Music, reviewing the hottest tracks with the hottest takes of 2021. My name is Brandon. I'm Eric. And I'm Ben. Each week, we're looking at two albums released in 2021. And at the end of the year, we'll rank and compare all 100 albums. And tonight, we are starting with Naked Flames with 247365. (laughs) (laughs) And we'll conclude with Meadow Platinum Volume 3 by Mild Sorrow Integrated. You, you have a you have an issue with my yeah I didn't like the way you said it two four seven yeah, it's three, stupid <laughs> <laughs> anyway um so we we wanted to do some more uh, IDM I guess or just experimental uh, electronic music in general because we had some pretty pretty big winners with that last year yeah we did we had a lot like, of stuff that ended up pretty high like, uh, um, soft pink truth yeah. against all logic Auteca. Yeah, yeah Alteca, um, a couple Wait, other I mean, ones, like, I think. To that, be yeah. fair, those are heavy hitters in the yeah, genre. Yeah, those are pretty so. big. Yeah, and um, <sighs> these, are not, not heavy exactly hit- these heavy are not heavy hitters. Uh, this <laughs> Like week. single digit listens. Um, one of them is not even on Spotify. <laughs> That's true. Um, but um, Naked Flames is, which yes. was, which was convenient. Um and we probably comprised about five percent of uh yeah, Flames I, total I, listeners. I did not catch what their monthly listeners it's very were. Low. I don't it's, remember it's exactly. Low. It's very low. Yeah. Um. But anyway, I mean, I think they're like a local, local somewhere in England kind okay. of group or act. It's, a, it's one person. Five thousand monthly listeners oh, okay. allegedly. I mean, but, that's that's actually pretty actually good numbers. Better, yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. we had a few last year that were similar, but yeah. it's definitely on the lower end of the spectrum. Um. And I would say. I think these guys deserve a, a few more. I, I liked this a lot. This was you a, know, it was super enjoyable. Yeah, uh, this me, was a fun like, listen. It to me it sounded like uh, uh like a Mario Kart soundtrack yeah. from like a console that existed twenty years ago. Yeah, that's kind of what it reminded me of. But I mean, it's very well done for for that kind of thing. It's like one of those things where they nailed the aesthetic. Mm-hmm. It's it's some like old school acid house. Yeah. And I, it's like, it's cool. It's The vibe is cool. It's a really cool vibe. And I'm pretty sure they, uh, they, he, I, I don't know, Naked Flames. I'm pretty sure like Naked Flames actually use like real sound bites from old video games. On that would album. not surprise me. Like, like, it wouldn't shock me if he did that or that or just sourced like old equipment. Mm-hmm. Same, but yeah, same kind of deal either way. Like it, it sounds super authentic. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, if he's making these sounds with plugins in his computer, like hats off to you. Cause it sounds like he's using the real deal. So yeah. yeah, my, my favorite part on the album was just cause th- this is, in my opinion, it's, it's not seven songs or whatever, it's one like kind of 38 minute piece. Oh, absolutely. Um, yeah. like it, and it flows impeccably. And just it, it really, really slowly changes that entire time. Right, right. These minor little um, yeah. shifts, but but tastefully done. You know, I, I never mm. got the sense that it was like a soundtrack just playing on repeat. You know, there were little minor things that kind of evolved slowly throughout mm. to where it had a sort of so, progression to it. I think a big part of the aesthetic of Acid House, too, is this concept that you have you know, relatively simple sequencers, relatively simple kind of crappy drum machines and bass generators and stuff. Right. And, um, and, but you've got them all laid out on a desk in front of you and you're like doing a live set and slowly making tweaks. Like mm-hmm. that's how it's supposed to sound. And like, it's one of the things I love in like modular synths, people recreating that kind of sound and stuff like that. Um, 
and, and I think the album really communicates that vibe. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, if that's, you, you can totally I don't know anything about it. Acid House, but if that's the case in this, yeah, definitely nails yeah. that kind of sound. Like, like some underground shitty club and a dude with a bunch of his <laughs> shitty equipment to tell the other with duct tape, just yeah. ripping for an hour. That's, that's <laughs> honestly what this sounds like. And it's, yeah, it's very fun. No, yeah, this, I mean, this was great. Yeah. And like kind of going off of, like the subtle changes, like sometimes they would also happen like really quickly, but still be really, really subtle. So like, you like have it on playing and you like walk out of the room for a minute and come mm-hmm. back you can come back to like an entirely different mm-hmm. thing and right but if you had s- sat there and like listened to it you would never notice that like oh it just changed drastically in the last 30 seconds yeah and you had no idea because you're just like so kind of vibing. vibing with it yeah no th- this one was really really good and oh, it kind of surprised me another thing about acid but, too is like I don't think the point is like the quality of the music and and when I say music I mean like like chord changes melodies it's it, right none of that shit matters in this it's mm-hmm. all about just the energy it's about the mood mm-hmm. right you just yeah. gotta be like going and yeah. like yeah shit has to be in key and stuff but I mean when people perform this shit live you just make up random melodies and bass lines mm-hmm. on the fly like right. that shit doesn't matter if it's in key it's good it's all about right. the sound the energy the, the changes and the subtle just kind of morphing of the sound across the thing like and yeah it I think it knocked it out of the park as yeah. far as I felt like I was driving through mystery boxes for like 40 minutes yeah it was just really f- yeah. fun you know yeah, no, it, it, it just super made me fun. happy you know yeah <laughs> it, um, it reminded me a lot of I, I know you guys didn't like the song as much as I did but the song uh, Paradise and off of Sawayama last oh, year oh yeah it is it is a lot like Paradise and yeah. I also made a Mario Kart reference on that one I yes it had a very yeah. similar vibe to like that yeah. song yes it did um yeah, yeah, God, what a, this, it was just a total jam. Like, can, can you imagine the level of troll if the last like ten seconds of the album, the kick was just like a big fat modern kick? <laughs> <laughs> just be like super old school the entire time, and then just like nah. Yeah, so that, I just wanted a Mario, a Wario feature or something. <laughs> oh, just. <laughs> <laughs> I, I will say, you know, to <laughs> sorry about that. To, to voice in your ears. kind of a complaint, I, I do think like. I loved the individual sounds of everything he did slightly more than the overall sound. Mm-hmm. Like I, it's almost a hair too old school for me. And I mean, obviously it's an aesthetic choice. So I, I, I can't really, I can't really complain about it too much cause he's, he's nailing a sound, but mm-hmm. like I almost would have liked like a slightly beefier, more modern kick throughout mm-hmm. or, or just something a little more modern to kind of ground it. Yeah. yeah, like at the beginning when it was like, let's break a sweat. And I'm like, holy shit, this is, <laughs> this is okay. I know what I'm getting into. This is, wow. After that, you kind of ease into it. But at first, I was like, oh my God, is this what they're, this is really what they're doing? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I will say, I, the songwriting is pretty um, bland, I guess, compared to like the, the really good electronic music we've heard in here, uh, heard for the show. But um, I mean, and it it is kind of repetitive. I mean, it's yeah. I feel songwriting like it's kind is of, almost a weird word to yeah. describe this, as Eric was kind of alluding to. But yeah, yeah, I, I do agree. Like it's it's a little one note for the entire time, which does you know bring it down in my book, especially when we are comparing it to some of the electronic music we've heard. But yeah, it it seems like that's almost like an unfair thing to judge it off of. But as far as what I enjoy when listening to to music like this, 
I do like it to be to throw in a couple more curveballs or something in right. there. I think it comes back to I, th- I think we've talked about um, before, just not not with listening to music, but just like stuff in general. Like I, I'm a huge like modular synth techno addict, mm-hmm. but but a big part of what makes that cool is knowing how it was made. Like it's cool because it's one dude making it live on a modular synth, but like objectively compared to something that somebody spent six months composing, you know, 64th note by 64th note, like against all logic does. Right. It's not going to quite hold up songwriting wise, Mm -hmm. but, but I think that's, you know, to, to kind of get back to praising this album. So I I think that's what's captured so well here is the energy and the vibe, because Mm -hmm. obviously we're, we're listening to it on a record. We're not listening to it live. And, I'd be kind of surprised if this wasn't designed to be a live set. I think this would be a fucking dope live set. It would, like, I, yeah. But I'm guessing this guy picked some equipment and built a live set and then he recorded it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, maybe there's some editing, maybe there's some some precision to it that wouldn't be there live. But I, I think you get that that vibe, that energy, which really helps bridge the gap when when you're using basic equipment and you're trying to communicate that that energy. I, I think he succeeded there. And no, so, I, yeah objectively is it going to go lower than something like an against all logic would probably but but it's a it's a fun ride Mm -hmm. yeah no i'm definitely going to be coming back to this one and i'm gonna i'm gonna be enjoying this one the whole year this was it was super fun and it's and it's a very very casual it's a quite casual isn't you don't want to you don't want to think too hard about it you know like and like like what I said at the, the at the the beginning when it's like it's one thirty eight minute piece like yeah that is true but like you don't have to be like actively engaged the entire and you can hop in minutes. in the middle you know you don't necessarily yeah. have to start it's kind of a rare case usually the ones that go higher the ones where like you got to do a deep listen to this but this one it's almost the opposite where mm-hmm. you know as a casual listen it's it's great and it's probably gonna go decently high for me although I think the fact that it's not like a fleshed out you know musical. Mm-hmm statement probably is going to limit how high it's going to go but i will say the the really casual listens are definitely the ones i listen to the most throughout the year that's true oh yeah because like when i oh like when i'm driving like yeah i'll just put that on right which actually that does bring another thing i wanted to say is i listen to this album on my wireless earbuds in my car and on my sound system and it sounded good sounded really good on all three which for a really small artist like this i think that's really really impressive it's definitely part of it is the aesthetic though like the stuff that's really hard hard to communicate and translate across systems is that really crisp high end the really beefy low end like that's the kind of stuff that gets fucked up on suboptimal systems Mm -hmm. and this entire mix just doesn't have that it's all mid-range like that's fair like to the point where um you know big producers and stuff like yamaha ns10 speakers or they they make little small mid-range mono speakers that people use to reference just the mono signal just the mids because that's what communicates 90 percent of the the quality of a mix and so that's not to say that this mix isn't good because because it is you know for for a five thousand listeners a month kind of artist stunts but i mean this is the sound quality is really, really good. He did a great job. Yeah, I don't have really any complaints about no. I like, mean, sound quality. You, you or could complain about anything. the stylistic choice, but then you're just complaining about style. You know, yeah. yeah. There's there's nothing objectively bad here, but but it will make it easier to translate, which you know is kind of a, a subtle, sneaky little win there. You know. Yeah. Yeah, I listened on headphones and in a room on speakers. I actually thought that the speaker sounded better to me. For some reason, I felt like it. 
I don't know, when I listened, I did headphones first, and obviously it sounds really old school, kind of, you know, that weird, like, washy uh, quality to it, I, but I, which is obviously what it's going for, but I thought when I put it on my, in my room, where I have a lot of echo in the room I listen to, and I thought it sounded really full, and I was actually kind of impressed by how, I, I would it's not crisp, obviously, but it's like, if wash, washy can sound crisp, that's kind of what it sounded like. Which <laughs> yeah, is a weird way to describe, but it actually sounded really good. Um, and it, it sounded like fresh, but also you know maintaining that really kind of old fashioned sound to it. So I thought it sounded really good. Yeah, and I, I've got to for to pick out on a, a micro thing on the the second track. If we're going to talk about individual stuff, I think it's called the O. Mm-hmm. The bass tone is just godly. That is an oh killer bass tone i i, I do remember the bass up. sounding really good on here but i i don't remember the moment you're talking about to be honest, I, I didn't even look at the tracks i just kind of i put the whole thing on i never even bothered to look at where the the breakdown but then were. you missed one song called water slug too <laughs> shit maybe i should have <laughs> uh, yeah no oh uh, yeah no this is great um i, I don't have a ton to say about this one just because it, it is very casual but it is very fun and I think technically really well done. And I mean, I, I enjoyed this a lot. I, I enjoy it too. I mean, you're going to have to, I, I think this one won't be a for everyone kind of album, but I, I think it's pretty good. And it's, it's, it's another one where it's like, give it a shot, you know, listen for 10 minutes. And if you're vibing, hell yeah. If you're not, that's, nah. that's that. You'll probably know within the first five minutes. Yeah. Yes. Like I mean, at, at the end of the first song, that's what the album is. It's not like... You, you yep. get a pretty good idea of the whole thing in the first song. It's not really going to be all that different from that point. He's not targeting a broad audience here. He's, yeah. he's no, doing his no. thing. It will yeah. have limited appeal, I think. Yeah. Like, anyone over, like, 35 would pre- might have a little, like, look, what the fuck is this? <laughs> <laughs> but give it a try. Yeah, give sure. it a shot. I enjoyed it. I, I liked it, yeah. Um, so, yeah, that brings us to our next one. Mild Sorrow Integrated with Meadow Platinum Volume 3. And so what drew us to this one were the Bruh. genres on uh, <laughs> the genres on Write Your Music. It was Space Ambient and Bro Step, which, I mean, those are about as far apart as you can get. Yeah, I mean, like <laughs> and, on YouTube, I heard it described as Brone and Brobient. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not making that, that up. That is amazing. Uh, but yeah, like we, we saw those and like that's about as different as two electronic genres can be. I can't speak for actual professionals, but to me, that's like, that's review bait. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, yeah. I, I gotta hear that. Yeah, it's like, well, I need to fucking, like, the metal equivalent, or the rock equivalent be like having a song with pop rock and technical brutal death metal <laughs> elements. <laughs> like It's a tech death ballad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, like, so. There's a band called Eagles of Death Metal. <laughs> yeah. I, oh shit! I, they are not death metal. They're not death metal. at all. But um, yeah. So we saw that and we're like, "Well, that's going on the list." And I will say, I didn't get enough of my bro step on this album, but I definitely got a lot of the space ambient. Yeah, and definitely. I thought it was, it was it was pretty good. This this one is is interesting to me because it, it's the whole album is two tracks and they're mm-hmm. they're just and they're you know twenty minute ambient compositions for the most part. And I really, really liked one of them, and the other one was just kind of okay, in my opinion. I'm pretty sure I can guess which is which. <laughs> you liked the first one more. No. Really? Really? No, 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 no. I'm, I'm <laughs> So, uh, all right. 
to, you know, okay, let's let's blow our load. The first one has the the bro step in it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that's really about it. It's just yeah. like those like gonna, really like, dirty bass right. waves. And you're, you're thinking I'll, like, I'll let you say your piece first. Like, and then like Skrillex style growl, but just like right. big right. hits, and it just doesn't quite land for me because it's to me it the concepts are a little too far apart. It's a mm -hmm. little bit too separated to make it work. It it. For an ambient piece it or a drone piece, that kind of hit just takes me out of it a bit. That's mm -hmm. that's fair. I will say, I think they did a pretty good job of getting the two genres to work together. It works as well as it ever will. Yeah, it worked yeah. as well as it could. And they did that by putting almost no actual like dubstep. Like, like you had a couple of like the bass swells and that's really it. He borrowed sounds from Bro Step, but there's there is no Bro Step on this album. Yeah, it's he's just borrowed the the iconic sounds and and reused them in a different context. Which, yeah, I mean, I I got to give him credit because, um, yeah, I would it works way better than I expected it would. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I would agree. I, I think I think the meshing was done pretty well overall. And it was, I had kind of had a weird experience with this because I was like, it was described all these bro, all the, bro this, bro that. And um, throughout like the f first like 10 minutes, I was like, this isn't nearly as bro as I was expecting yeah. it to be. Um, it's very not bro y at all. And, but say. then <laughs> at the 1148 mark, you're just hit with the dubstep. Yeah. I'm like, there's the bro. <laughs> I think that's exactly what I wrote down. There it is. <laughs> hey, bro. Hey, bro. Hey, 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 bro. Here's what I, I actually wrote. I said, uh, I said, uh, 1148 dubstep. It was so tasteful up until this point. I'm starting to get the bro aspect. <laughs> well, and, and so, but, but it was done, you know, and that was really the only bro -y part. Like the rest mm -hmm. of it was, was not, you know, quite what I, it was more of just ambient and, um, I, I thought that particular part was maybe a little overdone. It was like, it's like they hit you with the bro and then the bro has gone. And I thought like it's done pretty well. But yeah, I was like, that's maybe like a little much there. Mm -hmm. But um, I, I yeah. guess some of the parts on that, like the four minute mark where you've got the just the earth shaking. Uh, where I'm like that. I thought the use of the dynamic range, like like there was sound everywhere, loud, quiet left ear right ear swelling into different parts of the of the listening space and mm -hmm. i thought they they used that really well like that was a very powerful and kind of unexpected hit there especially that part. yeah so, I, was so I think to me when i'm listening to ambient um you know i want i want drones i want and and, and nasty sounding stuff is fine you know noisy distorted Horrible drones, you know, we're talking sun o shit. Yeah, it's like it's totally fine. Sun made a career off that. Right. And 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 I like that, but what I look for from an ambient piece or an ambient is I, I want that. And then at a certain point I, I want some melody. I want some structure for a bit. And and how how structured and stuff you want to get with it is fine, but I I, I need some kind of melody, something. You can't mm -hmm. do forty minutes of straight drone. There's gotta be some stuff right. in there. To break it up a little, right. some some yeah. moments of energy, and then and then back into it. And the problem I had with the first piece is that the the bro step sections are where the that melodic stuff should have been for me. And so it kind of to me, I'm list I'm losing something from the overall composition because I would have liked some melodic elements. And mm -hmm. I, I think it could have been reworked a little bit where that 
the bro step sections, maybe if, if some of the drones got progressively noisier and nastier, right. and then you had that big energetic moment with the bass and everything. It just kind of comes out of nowhere, right? It's and like then, it doesn't quite make sense. And then sense. faded yeah, out right, and, and right. then brought in some melody so, or, or some kind of structure, some some rhythm. And, then, and all of this is to say on the second track where he dropped the bro step and replaced it with some piano and some audio. It's like, yeah, this is a, this yeah. is as up my alley as <laughs> right. ambient music can be. Yeah. Like, the second one was, I thought it was pretty good. I mean, it's a totally different tone. Like it was more peaceful, more it's serene. A very, and it's, it's very subtle, but yeah. I, I thought the actual composition was, there was more there. It's more traditional yeah. composition for ambient, but it's just, it's very, very well done. So one thing I will say, one of my like kind of joke thoughts I had on this album when I was listening to it is it reminded me of, the show Chopped. You guys know that to them? Yeah. It's like, you must compose an album with Skrillex, a soft pink truth, space ambient, and sun. Like, <laughs> I don't think I've seen Chopped. So, You've mentioned it to me, but... So, I like, the concept of yeah. it is, like, they have to cook a meal with four oh, oh. secret ingredients, and gotcha. so it's like, he had to compose an album with these four <laughs> right. diametrically opposed Ridiculous like, combination to make it work. Yeah, yeah. and gotcha. like, okay, now make it work as best you can, and it's like... I think he did a pretty good job. Like, and there are like some flaws in like what he did with it. Yeah. But I mean, I spent, I spent a long time talking about how the, f the first one was, was lacking stuff to my, to my taste. Mm -hmm. And, and, and I, I really do want to reiterate that the second piece is a great ambient composition. And, mm -hmm. and as much as it's not to my flavor or whatever for the first piece, I, I gotta give him credit because we're constantly sitting here whining about people not doing anything new or exciting. Like, mm -hmm. I gotta give him credit for even yeah. attempting. The, the, he, oh, yeah, the dude a, tried and did a pretty decent job. Uh, yeah, I, uh, yeah. I he, he can't do it a whole lot better. Yeah, uh, like that's a pretty pretty difficult undertaking here, and I feel like mm -hmm. did this about as good as you could do it. Um, yeah. I, it's like it, it like, works it's, pretty it well. It does yeah. kind of seem like it was just like he was just like I'm gonna challenge myself. To, <laughs> right, <laughs> a friend bet him. I bet to, you can't make a good bro album and make it with space know, with, with ambient spa yeah. elements to it. And speaking of space ambient, like for me, this was an extremely visual album, especially oh, yeah. like the first one. Like like the whole time, like this is obviously about an alien saucer. Like it's mm -hmm. it's like like I got so yeah. many visuals of like, just like a the like with space the ambient yeah. the space part of space ambient. Like we're is getting abducted very, by very like I could feel the beam, the yeah. alien beam and like yeah. the like like it was extremely I got a ton of like close encounters of a third kind type mm -hmm. of stuff going on with this one. And I think that kind of just mainly. goes to sh to kind of reinforce what we've been saying. Like there's so many really good parts of this album and it just kind of struggles to all fit together because right. the influences the nature of it. Yeah. yeah are so opposed to each other right like i can see I, I i can see what didn't quite work for me but i don't really know how to fix it like oh i'm nowhere near like smart enough to know how <laughs> how to fix this actually just got a really good idea for a movie what? like so um it's like these like California like college kids they go off for vacation and then there's an alien abduction but the aliens are just bros too <laughs> and they walk out of the thing they're like bruh <laughs> bruh and they're all just like partying isn't, together on the ship isn't that um, a fucking Seth Rogen movie I mean it probably, probably like, is where he like voices an alien and he's like a total oh, bro oh yeah wait 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 what there is it? Oh, is that Seth Rogen 
Was it Paul? Are you thinking of Paul? Yeah. I haven't seen oh, Paul. Oh, wait. That's, Is that, no, that's, that's the guys not, from that's, um, uh, uh, Shaun of the Dead. Shaun of the Dead, yeah. 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 Okay. I've, I've not seen Paul. But Although I do think Seth Rogen voices the alien. I would not surprise me. That wouldn't surprise me at all. Yeah. <laughs> it's a pretty decent oh. movie, if I remember correctly. Not as good as like Shaun of the Dead yeah. and, and Hot Fuzz, but... But yeah, um, overall, this this went reasonably high for me. That's our sidetrack cue. Um, <laughs> yeah, we're like, uh, it's a little, uh, a little sidetrack. It, it didn't go, be, because there are, you know, a couple couple zones where it didn't quite land, it didn't go, like, super high, but but the, the parts of it that I really liked, I really liked a lot, and then on top of that, uh, you know, the parts that I that weren't amazing to me are at least new and different, and yep. he's, he's trying mm-hmm. something that I've never heard before, and so that, that, earns a lot of credit too and so pretty pretty interesting listen overall i mean like yeah no shit if you don't like ambient or drone music you're not gonna like this like Mm -hmm. obvious but yeah no this one's gonna be pretty hard for me to place at the end of the year i I feel like about to say the the same thing i honestly this is the first album i have no idea where this is gonna go i'm really gonna have to revisit i could really justify putting this album pretty much anywhere on my list yeah outside of like the top or bottom five like i think i can justify it anywhere in there I, I I think this is gonna easy top half for me. I I, I think I'm gonna put it higher than I'm gonna put it decently high. Yeah. Um but yeah, this is gonna be a really tricky one to place. Pretty sure both these will be top half for me, but beyond Naked that. Naked Flames I, I think is gonna be kind of shockingly high at the end of yeah. the year. It's, it's just so fun. Such That's a all I'm confident in is there is top half, but besides that I really have no idea. I'm I'm glad you guys liked Naked Flames a lot. Yeah, it was so fun. It was fun. It's such a weird. Yeah, it is. Like, yeah. It, it's it's one of those like weird kind of underground genres that like yeah. no, like honestly, that's definitely a contender for the the most fun album of the year so oh, far yeah. in my book. Definitely, like, it's just, definitely. It's pretty silly, and it's very silly, and pretty pretty straightforward. But it's just just a jam, man. Yeah, I I was pretty happy with this week overall. Oh yeah, no, I was I was stoked with this week. Like I I went into this expecting both of these albums to be. Probably very not that good, and they were both actually pretty pretty damn good. So I, yeah, I I didn't really know what to expect. I the only thing I really wanted was for this week to be better than next week. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, it's just we'll hold off. On. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, we'll 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 decide that one soon enough. Um, oh god. Yeah, no, this was great. Um, but very weird. Um, I would recommend it if you're into if you're into drone or ambient. I would definitely recommend it. But it it's it's a little weird. It's, yeah, it's a little weird. You got to have a flavor for some more esoteric uh, electronic music for this week's. But I, I would definitely recommend both as long as you know what you're getting into. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, so I think I think that about wraps it up. Yeah. So I mean, we're kind of just repeating ourselves. Um, but we do have um, the next iteration of the nine album list coming up later this week. It's Ben, yes. you're going. I, you're going. Yeah, yeah. All I right. will be doing mine, yes. I wonder what your, actually, Ben's I know exactly what your payback is. <laughs> I don't know if you, yeah, I don't know. We'll, we'll find out. Unless, oh, unless you we'll change it. I don't know, I don't know. Um, but yeah, so be on the lookout for that. And also next week, oh God, uh, we are going to be reviewing the... The new Greta Van pipe, Fleet pipe, album. Pipe. <laughs> what, what is it even called? I'm just... The Battle at Garden's Gate. Oh, it's such a cool name. Just, um, and we're also going to be reviewing Weezer's new album, Van Weezer. <laughs> God, I'm... Oh. For, um, just so everyone's aware, me and Ben, we hate Van Halen. 
Yeah, we do. We Actually, hate. you're the reason I hate Van Halen. <laughs> Am I really? Yeah, because back in this was back in like high school. Um, we were just talking about like rock bands, and I happened to mention Van Halen, and Brandon was like, "God, I fucking hate Van Halen," and I was like. Why? What's wrong with Van Halen? It's the biggest waste of talent. And he's like, because they history. fucking suck and they sound like shit. And like, uh, and he's like, yeah, you know, they're great musicians, but like, they sound like shit. And I swear to God, the next time I listen to Van Halen, I'm like, it's like I had taken the red pill and I suddenly saw the <laughs> like, like, oh my god, holy he's shit, right. he's right. Van Halen fucking blows. <laughs> <laughs> and ever since that moment, I cannot stand the sound of Van Halen. <laughs> Just, it's like, it's like I'm allergic to. Well, maybe so. I'm gonna ruin Van Halen for all of us. I'm actually glad now you, you you showed me the way, and I'm. Actually <laughs> Actually, kind of thankful for showed it. you the oh, truth. God. All right, but yeah. So thank you all very much for listening. Greta Van Weezer will, will yeah. be the title of the episode. Yeah. Obviously, we'll be on the lookout for Greta Van Weezer. <laughs> but um, uh-huh. yeah. So thank you all very much for listening and join us next week. Have a good night.